0: is the 25th day of November Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible I am Brian It is always fantastic It's always a new opportunity It's always great to be together around the Global Campfire as we continue our journey And our journey has got like a month left right? It's a month from today that's Christmas Day and then we got a week and we're in a new year It's crazy But that's where we are and that's where we are in the scriptures on our journey. And uh, today we're starting some new territory. The book of Daniel, which is an incredibly interesting book in the Old Testament. It's prized for the its, it's historical accounting of what was happening. But then there's also these panoramic kind of cinematic um, prophetic visions that Daniel has. And those visions have been examined through millennia in the study of eschatology, or the study of the end of the world, the end of all things. And so if that's, uh, if that's a passion of yours, and you're familiar with Daniel, Daniel, at least as it's written here, is a contemporary of Ezekiel, and that's the book that we concluded yesterday. There are lots of scholars that believe that Daniel's like, like a later was written later than this. But this is the territory that's being covered. He was taken into exile when Jerusalem fell. And that was in 597 BC when the Babylonians took over. And we know that from reading of those times in the scriptures, those were like horrible, hellish times for the children of Israel as they're being deported and families are being broken up and people are being killed. So we're familiar with that. And that's the struggle that we're going back into with Daniel, but Daniel was favored by God. He was, he was gifted and, and his giftings and his humility allowed him to rise to become an influential advisor and a, a great authority in the Babylonian kingdom of Nebuchadnezzar. And, and Daniel's in exile and he's a Hebrew and he's a prophet, but he's, he's not like a prophet for Israel or against Israel the visions of Daniel aren't even particularly Jewish which gives him a unique voice and that's what makes some scholars think this is like, maybe located in time differently during the first half of, of the book we'll read the story of Daniel's life and as we read the story of Daniel's life we'll, like if we've been in church all our lives, we're going to come across Sunday school stories that, that we know really well like like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego thrown into the fiery furnace or, uh, or Daniel in the lion's den. We'll read that in the first half and then we move to the back half. That's when these prophetic visions start showing up of four great world empires and it starts sounding very similar to like the book of Revelation, apocalyptic literature, that genre of literature. It's highly symbolic, very picture, like cinematic in its nature, and it's that portion of Daniel that continues to be scrutinized by by those who study eschatology. So Daniel will carry us across into the final month of the year, and let's just settle in and enjoy this heritage that has been given to us in the scriptures as we read the book of Daniel. And today, Daniel chapter 1, verse 1 through 2, verse 23. During the third year of King Jehoiakim's reign in Judah, King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon came to Jerusalem and besieged it. The Lord gave him victory over King Jehoiakim of Judah and permitted him to take some of the sacred objects from the temple of God. So Nebuchadnezzar took them back to the land of Babylonia and placed them in the treasure house of his God. Then the king ordered Ashpenaz, his chief of staff, to bring to the palace some of the young men of Judah's royal family and other noble families who had been brought to Babylon as captives. Select only strong, healthy, and good-looking young men, he said. Make sure they are well-versed in every branch of learning, are gifted with knowledge and good judgment, and are suited to serve in the royal palace. Train these young men in the language and literature of Babylon." The king assigned them a daily ration of food and wine from his own kitchens. They were to be trained for three years, and then they would enter the royal service. Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah were four of the young men chosen, all from the tribe of Judah. The chief of staff renamed them with these Babylonian names. Daniel was called Belteshazzar. Hananiah was called Shadrach. Mishael was called Meshach. Azariah was called Abednego. But Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and wine given to them by the king. He asked the chief of staff for permission not to eat these unacceptable foods. Now God had given the chief of staff both respect and affection for Daniel. But he responded, I am afraid of my lord the king who has ordered that you eat this food and wine. If you become pale and thin compared to the other youths your age, I am afraid the king will have me beheaded." Daniel spoke with the attendant, who had been appointed by the chief of staff to look after Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Please, test us for ten days on a diet of vegetables and water, Daniel said. At the end of the ten days, see how we look compared to the other young men who are eating the king's food. Then make your decision in light of what you see. The attendant agreed to Daniel's suggestion and tested them for ten days. At the end of the ten days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. So after that, the attendant fed them only vegetables instead of the food and wine provided for the others. God gave these four young men an unusual aptitude for understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom, and God gave Daniel the special ability to interpret the meaning of visions and dreams. When the training period ordered by the king was completed, the chief of staff brought all the young men to King Nebuchadnezzar. The king talked with them, and no one impressed him as much as Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, so they entered the royal service. Whenever the king consulted them in any matter requiring wisdom and balanced judgment, he found them ten times more capable than any of the magicians and enchanters in his entire kingdom. Daniel remained in the royal service until the first year of the reign of King Cyrus. One night, during the second year of his reign, Nebuchadnezzar had such disturbing dreams that he couldn't sleep. He called his magicians, enchanters, sorcerers, and astrologers, and he demanded that they tell him what he had dreamed. As they stood before the king, he said, I have had a dream that deeply troubles me, and I must know what it means. Then the astrologers answered the king in Aramaic, Long live the king! Tell us the dream, and we will tell you what it means. But the king said to the astrologers, I am serious about this. If you don't tell me what my dream was and what it means, you will be torn limb from limb and your houses will be turned into heaps of rubble. But if you tell me what I dreamed and what the dream means, I will give you many wonderful gifts and honors. Just tell me the dream and what it means. They said again, please, your majesty, tell us the dream and we will tell you what it means. The king replied, I know what you are doing. You are stalling for time because you know I am serious when I say, if you don't tell me the dream, you are doomed. So you have conspired to tell me lies, hoping I will change my mind. But tell me the dream and then I'll know that you can tell me what it means. The astrologers replied to the king, No one on earth can tell the king his dream, and no king, however great and powerful, has ever asked such a thing of any magician, enchanter, or astrologer. The king's demand is impossible. No one except the gods can tell you your dream, and they do not live here among people. The king was furious when he heard this, and he ordered that all the wise men of Babylon be executed, and because of the king's decree, men were sent to find and kill Daniel and his friends. When Arioch, the commander of the king's guard, came to kill them, Daniel handled the situation with wisdom and discretion. He asked Arioch, why has the king issued such a harsh decree? So Ariok told him all that had happened. Daniel went at once to see the king and requested more time to tell the king what the dream meant. Then Daniel went home and told his friends Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah what had happened. He urged them to ask the God of heaven to show them His mercy by telling them the secret so they would not be executed along with the other wise men of Babylon. At night the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision. Then Daniel praised the God of heaven. He said, Praise the name of God forever and ever, for He has all wisdom and power. He controls the course of world events. He removes kings and sets up other kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to the scholars. He reveals deep and mysterious things and knows what lies hidden in darkness, though he is surrounded by light. I thank and praise you, God of my ancestors, for you have given me wisdom and strength. You have told me what we asked of you. And reveal to us what the king demanded. 1 Peter 3 8 through 4 6. Finally, all of you should be of one mind. Sympathize with each other, love each other as brothers and sisters, be tender hearted and keep a humble attitude. Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and He will grant you His blessing. For the scriptures say, If you want to enjoy life and see many happy days, keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and His ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns His face against those who do evil. Now, who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. Remember, it is better to suffer for doing good, if that is what God wants, than to suffer for doing wrong. Christ suffered for our sins once for all time, He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the Spirit. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison, those who disobeyed God long ago, and God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat. Only eight people were saved from drowning in that terrible flood. That water is a picture of baptism, which now saves you not by removing dirt from your body, but as a response to God from a clean conscience. It is effective because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now Christ has gone to heaven. He is seated in the place of honor next to God, and all the angels and authorities and powers accept his authority. So then, since Christ suffered physical pain, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had, And be ready to suffer too. For if you have suffered physically for Christ, you have finished with sin. You won't spend the rest of your lives chasing your own desires, but you will be anxious to do the will of God. You have had enough in the past of the evil things that godless people enjoy. Their immorality and lust, their feasting and drunkenness and wild parties, and their terrible worship of idols. Of course... Your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things they do. So they slander you. But remember that they will have to face God, who stands ready to judge everyone, both the living and the dead. That is why the good news was preached to those who are now dead. So although they were destined to die like all people, they now live forever with God in the Spirit. Psalm 119, 65 through 80. Teth, You have done many good things for me, Lord, just as you promised. I believe in your commands. Now teach me good judgment and knowledge. I used to wander off until you disciplined me, but now I closely follow your word. You are good and do only good. Teach me your decrees. Arrogant people smear me with lies, but in truth I obey your commandments with all my heart. Their hearts are dull and stupid, but I delight in your instructions. My suffering was good for me, for it taught me to pay attention to your decrees. Your instructions are more valuable to me than millions in gold and silver. God, you made me. You created me. Now give me the sense to follow your commands. May all who fear you find in me a cause for joy, for I have put my hope in your word. I know, O Lord, that your regulations are fair. You disciplined me because I needed it. Now let your unfailing love comfort me, just as you promised me, your servant. Surround me with your tender mercies, so I may live, for your instructions are my delight. Bring disgrace upon the arrogant people who lied about me. Meanwhile, I will concentrate on your commandments. Let me be united with all who fear you, with those who know your laws. May I be blameless in keeping your decrees. Then I will never be ashamed. Proverbs 28:14. Blessed are those who fear to do wrong, but the stubborn are headed for serious trouble. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this new territory that we're moving into in Daniel. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that you would lead us to understand what we need to understand, what you have for us as we move through this territory. We thank you for bringing us through another week. We love you, Lord. We worship you. You are the only one. There is no other. Our hope is in you alone. Come, Holy Spirit, and lead us into all truth, we pray, in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com. That's home base, that's the website. This is where you find out what's going on around here. And it's Christmas time now, and we've been talking about it. For Christmas this year, we've pressed up all the different music from the Daily Audio Bible onto vinyl. So there's five different vinyl albums, beautifully packaged, colored discs, like colored vinyl. It's beautiful. And we're working our way into a 2.0 Daily Audio Bible coming next year. This has been being worked on for the last couple of years. And we're beginning to see light at the end of the tunnel uh, on a complete, just a complete rethink, a complete rebuild. And so for Christmas this year, that's what we're doing. We normally do a Christmas box, but this year we have pressed these special vinyl albums up. If you can partner in this, we will send you those as well as the Christmas ornament from this year with the word for the year, which was expand. And uh, so you can check that all out at dailyaudiobible.com or in the app. Just go to the shop, find the Christmas section, and you'll find it all there. And thank you. Thank you humbly, humbly, humbly for your partnership and keeping the global campfire a thing. Thank you. If you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. That's the red button up at the top. Or you can dial 877 877 9424253 and that's it for today. I'm Brian. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here tomorrow.
1: Hi guys, this is friend of God in Denver. I just wanted to follow up with praise reports cuz God put it on my heart to follow up with praise reports. I mean, it's important to pray, but it's also important to report back and let people know where you're at. So uh, here's where I'm, I'm at. Um, I had called in for prayer for myself because uh, the place where I currently have my business was sold and the new owner didn't wanted to do something different with my space. And uh, I was really stressing out about that because as y'all probably know, like everywhere else, it's hard to find affordable real estate here in Denver. Well, praise be to God, I uh, found us a place like literally two building, two buildings down from where I'm at now. And for the same price, which is amazing. And um, a little plot twist here. Uh, this is a shout out to you, Christy from Kentucky. Um, I had been trying to negotiate a staying in this place where I'm at with the new owner. And... Um, he was gonna let me know this weekend if if he was down or not, and because I told him I was gonna sign the lease at the new place on Tuesday, um, meaning today. And right before he called me, I had I, I decided to you know catch up to uh, catch up on the community prayer. And one of the first prayers that came up was Christy from Kentucky saying uh, thank you. Uh, To me for praying for her and that she prayed for me and that everything went well and then right after that uh the 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 owner of the where i'm at told me it wasn't going to work out and i just kind of took that as a sign that it was okay for me to move on and so that was very very comforting so thank you christy from kentucky thank god for placing me in a new place and i can't wait to see where this goes god bless
2: hi beautiful family this is prisoner of hope I am calling in for Sister Ashley and Heather and your family with the passing of your Papa Lee. Um, Also praying for God is gracious. You said your grandfather's going to go see Jesus soon. So we're praying for you and your family. And then also Christopher... Uh, From the Pretzel City, you said your friend Cecilia and her family. She just lost her husband of over 30 years. And then also Deborah from Michigan, your friends Jeff and Kathy. Jeff passed away while receiving cancer treatments. Just praying for comfort for all of that. And then family. I just lost my father um, just a week or so ago. And uh, uh, it's been rough. Uh, Anyway, so Lord, we come to you. We know that your word says bless those who mourn. And eternal God, um, with the comfort of your love, may each of us face each new day with hope. And may the memories that we have of the people of our family be joyful. And may we just be encircled with your love and your comfort. Also, um, Christopher from the Pretzel City, you also wanted to prayer for your daughter who's having surgery and just wanting her to be cancer free. So we are praying for that as well. And then we're also praying for uh, Abba's daughter Sadie M, your grandfather Randy went to the ER urgently and praying for that. And then the also your own health has just been really suffering. Also praying for salt and light, your childhood friend and husband has cancer. And so we are praying for that situation. And then the lady at the house, your husband was diagnosed with major depressive disorder, and it's been really difficult. And so we are praying for complete healing for him as well. So dear Lord, we just step into your presence today and ask for healing and strength and your goodness. And we ask that you bring about good health in each of these people's lives. Please help us to find hope, even in the dar- darkest of times, and to feel your presence. May each of us surrender our lives to you, and may we do what's most glorifying to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
3: Hello, everybody. It's Tony, the narrator, here. Um, just heard Brian's uh announcement about the new technology coming for DAB we're all very invested in it we all really care about it so um, I'm just going to quickly pray because and you should do this in your church as well for your tech departments those poor guys but anyway so Father God Lord uh, we come before you Uh, we thank you so much for Brian and the Harding families amazing contribution to our walk of faith uh, and Lord we just ask if you would be so kind as to see to it that the unveiling of this new technology uh, goes seamlessly Lord we, uh, we love you we love what you've done with the Daily Audio Bible with this amazing community uh, we love each other we pray for each other daily, as you know. Uh, and Lord, uh, please make it so that this technological advancement will go online, will run perfectly, and uh, Brian and the Harding family can continue to bless everyone's lives. Um, and yeah, it's my—it's going to be my tenth year listening really excited anyway so i just want you all to know i'm praying for each one of you uh and just a quick one lord we pray for the tech departments for everybody's church all of them around the world lord we pray that you will uh help them to continue a seamless flow as well lord that's a big ask because we've got a lot of apprentices to say the least but yeah amen we love you bye bye
4: these the, couple of men that I that mentioned that uh, been, need to be reconciled with their wife oh father I've been just trying to be reconciled with my family I can't imagine being reconciled with a wife but God you're so big you're so able as we humble ourselves before you we ask for reconciliation uh, for these men with their wives also Kathy's Kathy's one mentioned her husband's possible lung cancer plus uh, the other lady that called in about her daughter and her husband had died of cancer. Oh, Lord, surround these people with your love and your power and your presence. And, Father, heal them and they will be healed. Save them and they will be saved. For you are their praise. Jeremiah 17, 14. Also 2 Kings 25, You've heard our prayers. You've seen our tears. Surely you will heal. So we ask for healing for all these people mentioned. And, um, oh God, you're great. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.